Now I'm really doing a little soul searching. Um, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Screaming at the Sky, a truly unhinged Taylor Swift fan podcast. I'm Mari. And I'm Annie. And we are five days post Air's tour. A minute and a lifetime has gone by. Basically, just to bring you up to speed, we have no structure planned for this episode other than... I love that like no one, everyone's sitting here being like, was there structure before? <laughs> like, did so you like, guys... Wait a second. Was everything before this effort, and now we're about to see what no effort is? Because you planned that? I spent hours on that stupid fucking bracket. <laughs> Your Google docking skills are second to none. Truly. But we extra don't have a plan today. There are no rails for us to go off of. We're just spiraling out in the vacuum of space. To bring you up to speed, we went to the Minneapolis show night two. So if you know anything, you know we're not going to shut the fuck up for the next hour. So the stuff went down. Things happened. Friends became lovers. All of my enemies started out friends. Uh, neither of us have the pledge pulled up. Should we see if either of us know it from memory? Oh my god, probably you, because I almost never say All right, it. I'll try to do it. <clears throat> we are here to talk about the music of Taylor Swift. We are not here to talk about who she's dated, what size clothes she wears, or her red carpet looks, although she does continuously slay. Slay. She's a real person who deserves privacy and the ability to date who she wants, be who she wants, no, wear what she wants, date who she wants, and be, and I quote, whoever the fuck she wants. We are here to talk about the music of Taylor Swift, I which is immaculate. I remembered one part. <laughs> We also reserve the right to hate some of her songs and scream at each other about it. In solidarity, ladies. Ladies, this may be the first and only episode where we have nothing negative to say. Truly. I have, like, one thing. And it it was an unpreventable. There is no way she could have done not had this happen. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it's negative. No, it's more just like a, it is the consequence of our own actions. That is legitimately <laughs> my only thing is like, oh... Sure, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, maybe we start by saying how our day started. That was what I was going to suggest. Oh my gosh. Wow. Twins. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start back even further. There is a brewery slash restaurant near U.S. Bank Stadium called Day Block. And I was like trying to be as strategic as possible about getting downtown, being there, being on time, but also having the option to like eat and get drinks before entering the stadium. So I was, like, Googling this months in advance and found that Dayblock allows online reservations, but only thirty day, within 30 days of the date. So I set a calendar reminder for myself to make a reservation. I got us a reservation at 3 p.m. a month in advance. So we were there. We were ready. In the meantime, they decided to have, like, a Taylor Swift day sort of situation so they had a specialty cocktail it was called the lover it was very pretty and like pink tequila based i did not get one but they looked delicious your sister got one right i think so and then um they had like a buffet of food and we got a table we were right by the window and we brought out our friendship bracelet making accessories it was myself mari and mari's sister and then a few other friends. We made some random Swifty friends. Shout out to the two women from Wisconsin. Shout out. What part of Wisconsin was it again? They said they had come from just over the border. Either way. Shout them out. Two sisters. Yeah. It was sisters here and sisters there. Sisters everywhere. Sister, sister. 
We ate, we drank, we made merry, we made bracelets. The servers wanted bracelets. Yes, we became the bracelet table. Like several servers came over being like, is this where we can get bracelets? And we were hawking our wares all over. Our (laughs) shitty bracelets compared to everything else. Everybody else, everybody I exchanged a bracelet with, I was like, I'm sorry. They got the shit out of that stick. Yeah, absolutely. Every bracelet I made looked like it was made by a blindfolded kindergartner. But you know what? It's the thought that counts. And Taylor said, make the friendship bracelet. She did not say make them well. No. So take the moment and taste it. We did. There's, you've got no reason to be afraid. Give out your shitty bracelets. Absolutely. Exchange our shitty bracelets that just said help on them. I did have one that said help. I kept that one, actually. I yeah. didn't give that one out. I was like, this is, no one else wants this. <laughs> I was like quizzing people. I was like, does anyone understand this reference? And they were just looking at me. Like, yeah, like we made my sister sort out the bracelets into the different albums to be like, if you don't get these all right, you're not coming into the show. I'm sending you home. <laughs> it's a pop quiz. Um, yeah, I saw actually some really funny ones. Um, I made a let's go bitch bracelet. It was very fun and very heartwarming to see all the Swifties come together. So many incredible costumes. Yes. One notable exception, though, was this very sweet dad came over to our table. And he was like, I've got two little girls over there. They're too shy to come over, but would it be okay if they came over and exchanged bracelets with you? And we're like, oh my gosh, of course. And like, I'm a mom. My sister's a mom. We're like very friendly, jovial people. These two little girls walk over with the shittiest look on their face. Like, I don't know what they were expecting from us. They were like, what is this shit you're trying to give me? I'm not going to give you anything. Give me your bracelets. It was not an exchange. It was a giving of bracelets. They spoke zero words to me. (laughs) I was like, hey, do you want this one? What about this one? This one's just, it says this song. Do you know this song? Just dead faced, just staring through my skull. And I was like, okay, bye. It looked like they were already, if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, they looked overstimulated already. And it was four o'clock in the afternoon. And I had high hopes. One of them was dressed in this like very enchanted-esque like Cinderella gown. Yeah. The other one had some sort of like a sequency fearless situation. I was like, oh, these girls get it. They didn't in fact not get it. Or they just were not impressed with us. They were the only, it's so funny, they were the only two people all night that I met. That had a bad attitude. had a bad attitude. And they were like, you know what, if anyone I would be okay with, it is people under the age of 15. 12-year-old me would have been having like an extended panic attack being around that many people for that amount of time. Like I would have just been spiraling into the worst case scenario. Yeah. And these girls, to be clear, were like eight. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was mostly just hilarious. I was like, damn, give us nothing, yeah, queens. queens. Take our bracelets and stare me down. Anyway, so that was truly the only, like, one overarching thing about this whole day were the vibes. The vibe, yeah, incredible. I don't know if other cities have had this experience at Eras Tours. Comment below. <laughs> DM us on Instagram if you have a different experience. We won't answer you because we won't get it. I will answer it. (laughs) We may have had some issues with our DMs earlier. They have since been resolved. Anyway, immaculate vibes from start to finish. Not a single person gave us side eye, tried to push us out of the way, or is like rude. It was just like everyone was trying to get in that stadium, single file, to their seats, And, like, smiling at each other. Yeah, the only people whose vibes were not immaculate, and again, they had every right to be, was the staff working at the stadium because it was Saturday night. They all appeared what you and I looked like on Sunday. (laughs) Like, they all looked like 
dead eyed. <laughs> yeah, they're like I hear ringing in my ears. It I... was really warm the day that we went, mm-hmm. and so and there were people trying to get everywhere, and nobody really knew what they were doing. Lots of elaborate costumes, right? Lots of young people. So we get in. They move us in really quickly. I was shocked how fast we got in. We get in. There's a guy selling beer and water right at the front door, and Annie makes a beeline correctly. I was feeling terrible right up until Taylor like started performing. I had a headache bordering on a migraine. I thought I was like, I'm going to pass out at this show. I think like, I think I'm going to be the person that like needs to have safety (laughs) called on them. And then God bless us bank stadium. I chowed down chicken strips, French fries and a Gatorade and two Tylenol. I felt reborn. Yeah. Um, And then Taylor came on and then Taylor came on and I fully levitated. Um, But the guy selling water and everything, I noticed he had friendship bracelets on a couple of them. And I was like, Oh, can we give you a friendship bracelet? And he was like, sure. I was just kind of not super into it. And I was like, Oh, maybe I misjudged. And then you were like, has everybody been nice to you? Like, is it, how's it going? He's like, it's just loud. And I thought he meant like the acoustics are loud. He said, no, the fans are loud. He's like, there is not a single song that she doesn't start singing where everybody doesn't collectively lose their fucking minds when it starts. (laughs) He's like, you'll hear the first three notes and then just screaming the first time. And we were like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 100% makes sense. But he did say everyone's been nice. Yes. It's just it was loud. I think the reason we felt so emotionally hungover the next day I think a big part of it was just how loud it was. Yeah. My skeleton was vibrating for three and a half hours. So we got to our seats after wandering around what felt like half the stadium. I know it wasn't, but we were on the wrong level. So we that passed, took us a minute. We, we Twice we passed where we were supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And then finally I found a, a stadium employee and I was Another like, if I was eyed. looking, yeah, I was like, if I was looking for section 129 and he's like through here. And I was like, thank God we asked because yeah. we would have just kept on walking. We found our seats. We sat down. I went and got my sustenance from the nice people behind the <laughs> counter. Chugged that Gatorade in like 0.5 seconds. You turned to me after you slammed it. You go, I guess I needed it. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, are you I miscalculated. <laughs> and we watched Owen and Girl in Red, both of whom were very great. I can't, um, I couldn't imagine. We were talking about this opening for Taylor Swift on the stage that big. They the were stage is a tiny ant huge on that stage. Like we weren't even that far away and I like could not even see them. I was like, I and they both imagine. used it. Like I would have, we were talking like yeah. we would have just stayed on the far back part. We would have not walked down that walkway. Both of them were like, Owen was strutting up and down that runway. And Girl in Red was running up and down. She was the, running, yeah. Up it, I just was like, I would have been standing far back in the corner, being like, I guess this is a song. If anybody wants to listen, that's okay. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be hiding behind the drum set. We also, this was another incredible thing. Doesn't normally happen at shows. Is the openers played like twenty five minute sets, maybe if that. Yeah, they were quick, and there was like five ten minutes between each of them, and then Girl in Red left. And Taylor literally went on stage not 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later. And they it put was the clock. Tight. They was... put the clock on the thing so that we knew how much time we had. Yes. I will say, so funny, my sister, shout out, she's probably listening whenever <laughs> we post this in six months from now. Yep. Um, she is aware of the lore and the hype, but tried to keep herself intentionally blind to the, like any aspect of the tour, really like mm. the outfits, the set list, anything. So she was not aware that Taylor has been coming into the stadium in the like custodial no, thing, it's whatever like a it is. Yeah. Jan- 
janitor's <laughs> cart thing. So what happened was we're standing there. The clock is hasn't even started yet, I don't think. And really. all of a sudden, it's like a wave of sound comes from the far end where somebody clearly spotted the janitorial cart coming in. It's just wave hits and she's like what's what's happening because it's light out there's no dimming of the lights the (laughs) clock hasn't shown up yet but everybody goes from like talking to each other to screaming at the top of their lungs and then the clock shows up it was so funny it was just this like it took it 30 seconds for everybody to like shift and realize that she had come into the stadium if you know you know yeah and then if you don't know you find out because it's deafeningly loud I saw someone dressed as the janitor cart. That was their outfit for the Eras tour, which I find so funny. And I think there's a video of that person talking to Andrea Swift, Taylor's mom, and like opening the side of this like cardboard box that he's wearing and being like, I'm Taylor in the cart. She was like, oh my God. She's like, I, my daughter is not safe with these people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I cried. That was the first moment I cried because it really sunk in. Wait, that, the cart? No. Oh. Like the opening when the when she when comes out. It's yeah. been a long time coming. I, I, we hugged each other, yep. which was very sweet. It was a very nice moment. It was like, bring it in. Yep. And then she came out and I cried because I was like, there she is. Every, that, that's okay. We can leave now. <laughs> I'm good. And I didn't cry, although it was a beautiful moment and like the rush of excitement. Like I imagine that's what cocaine feels like. Yeah. (laughs) Then scream sang along to Miss Americana into Cruel Summer, which I'm still not over. Love that. Dive into that for me because I love Cruel Summer. I don't, I get why, I think I've said I get why she started it with it's been a long time coming. Like if you're going to pick a line Mm -hmm. to start with. But I also think if she had just come out fever dream high in the quad, that would have also gotten the crowd the same level. So what is it about Miss Americana that that you really love? Well, in general, I slept on that song forever because I think I used to always skip it. Um, but then eventually I wasn't paying attention and it came on and I was just like, wait a second. Why do I love this right now? I love the call and answer and how it's tied into like a high school cheer team. Mm. And I don't want you to go because I don't want to fight because they're never going to win. You should come home. And I don't know. I just love that she probably loves that song and nobody else likes it. <laughs> and yeah. so she's like, I'm going to get Miss Americana in because that's how she has like identified herself with the documentary and things. Oh, that's fair. So I, I just think it was kind of like a here I am. I am Miss Americana, and it's been a long time coming. And I just, those songs together fit really well. They do fit really well. And I love that it's kind of hype. I don't know. It just, to me, I did not, gone to my head, like a year ago, if you'd been like, what song do you want her to open it with? That would not have even been on the list. But once I found out that was it, I was like, hell yes. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's for me why I loved it. I also love she didn't do the whole song, which I think was important. So I was going to talk about is the usage of mashups and supercuts was... I think you mean medleys. Mashup would be two songs playing at the same time. Do I? I do. I do mean medley. Um, The use of medleys. I, again, I get this thing in my face and I forget how to articulate (laughs) effectively. Um, I will say before we talk about the medleys, the other thing that I really did love, I know it's kitschy because again, she's doing the same fucking show 125 times or however many shows she's up to now. Miss Americana cuts out and then Cruel Summer kind of, the melody starts in the background and she just like looked out at all of us and was like, well, hi. (laughs) I know. I was like, okay. And then she's like, scream it with me. 
Oh yeah, the bridge. Oh. We and we did. And we did. again. I need to do some deeper digging. I swear to God, that had to break the decibel record in that stadium, but I don't know for sure. It yeah. was on on another level. Yeah, loud. I would guess a louder moment later, but we'll get to that. Oh, of course. So she does. I don't want to like. I guess if someone's listening to the spoiler alert for Era's for tour set list, yeah, set list stuff. Obviously, Cruel Summer was the biggest thing for me from the Lover set is being able to scream that bridge with. 50, 60, I can't remember the total number that fits in that venue. Getting to scream that with so many other people. Also, shout out to the girls in front of us, in the oh, row in front of us, God. who were, I put them all between the ages of 30 and 35, maybe, even maybe even younger. Sweet baby angels. They were clearly, one of them was for sure a mom. A new she mom. FaceTimed her baby. <laughs> When we, when, we, when we were waiting for the show to start, she's hammered drunk off tequila and all of a sudden she's got her phone two inches from her face yeah. and there is the cutest baby on the screen who is so confused. Like and you can see her partner like holding the baby being like, oh my God. Yeah. And meanwhile, all her friends keep turning around to us being like, that's her baby. That's her baby. And she's like got it again, two inches from her face being like, hi baby. I love you. Mama's at Taylor Swift. And we're like waving so at the baby. Funny. Yeah. This dead-eyed baby. It's like, <laughs> my sight hasn't developed yeah. far enough to, like, see you on this phone. Right. They were a hoot and a half, and they kept turning around and interacting with us mm-hmm. at different points and, like, singing songs with us uh, during the performance. And then before Taylor even got out on stage, <laughs> oh, my God, this girl in front of us stands on her chair, turns around so her back is to the stage, and she is facing the rest of the people in our section. And above. And above. And screams like she is kicking off a WWE wrestling match. <laughs> like, in the style of Let's Get Ready to Rumble. She like, just goes, yeah. Taylor Swift! Let's go! Or something. I fully was like, she's gonna jump. Like, she is going right now she's gonna try to crowd surf and no one's ready no especially because the people behind us were skinny 16 year olds also sweet as can be we were literally surrounded by the best people. oh yeah the girls behind us were also so sweet just that you took an incredible photo of that girl i want i wish we should have sent that to the local paper and be like <laughs> put this as the cover photo unhinged swifties scream taylor's name that's the headline before it's even started. And yeah. like the small immediate area, we were all like, yeah, and that was it. And then she sat down. The best thing, though, was that she was the drunkest of everyone. And at one oh, yeah. other point, she got up and was like singing along, but did not know a single lyric of the song that she was so confidently on her chair yeah. trying to sing. I interacted with the girl in the pink sparkly dress the most, who seemed to know almost all of the words. Yeah. She was my main. We were one-to-one kind of connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know their names. Nope. We don't know where they're from. Shout out them. Shout out them and shout out that baby. Section 129. Yep, absolutely. If you were in row 14. <laughs> yeah, that's Good where times. we were. That we, sh- we really shared something. They were all firmly in their lover era, costume-wise. They were all wearing shades of pink, mm. lots of sparkles. It felt very uh, lover. I loved the lover representation. I feel like lover gets a bad rap. There's a lot of lover stands out there in the world. And they're like the loud ones. Yeah. All right. So then we go into the man. Taylor's got... Are we going to go track by track? I think we should. Holy shit. All right. Taylor's got a sparkly silver blazer that she puts on. what I'm saying is, you're making me feel like the man. (laughs) Yeah. Which I was like, um... And then... (laughs) Same. I was like, okay. And again, to her credit, she just does parts of all of these songs, which is the only way to do it. We don't need... 
a full performance of the man. And then into You Need to Calm Down, which again, don't need the whole song. No. And she knew that. Again, she played it really well. I this I'm now lost. I took one of my earrings fell out, guys. The other one has to come out now because now I felt lopsided. All right. Now I can keep talking. <laughs> Thank you for pronouncing that, that um, no one knew was happening. I felt like I needed to say something. Mm-hmm. Need to speak my truth. Yeah, um, you need to calm down. She literally just did the end, the shade, like from Shade Never Made Anybody, anybody Less gay. gay through the end of the song. Speaking of her being a genius, she really just went from bridge to bridge in a lot of these songs. She oh, would yeah. do like one refrain of the chorus into the bridge, and it was like, yes, just put it in my veins. She did directly in. She knows. Uh, and then I would tell you how Lover went, but I already needed to go to the bathroom at this yeah, point in the dipped. show. And so I ran. <sighs> and lucky for me, she did play the whole thing. The whole song yep. because I had enough time to go to the bathroom and back. Because as you've learned, if you've listened to any of these episodes, I think Lover is kind of a boring song. Um, but I got back just in time for it to end. And I did like that she played a pink acoustic guitar. I thought that was cute. You know, I also just realized that I didn't tell you was one of the times I went to the bathroom. I'm, I don't, can't, I don't, maybe this was a hallucination. I saw a ghost. I think someone was dressed as the queen from the Joker and the queen no. album cover picture. <laughs> if you were, I was like, I did it. It didn't register. Like I walked fully past it. There were so many insane costumes. It was almost like you couldn't process when Mm -hmm. somebody until you were past them. And she walked by and I was like, I guarantee she was with a guy. Yeah, because it's very Queen of Heartsy. Dressed as and a it Joker. wasn't the I Bet You Think About Me dress, because we did see a couple girls in the red I Bet You Think About Me bridesmaids dresses, which were super cute. It was not that. I'm like fair I'm like ninety percent sure I saw someone, ten percent sure I hallucinated somebody in the crowd. Um and I don't know why Lover just made me think of that, but because you were like it's a boring song, probably. Yeah. Oh, and you know what else is boring? Joker and the Queen. Um Tale as old as time. <laughs> Song as old as rhymes, Joker and the Queen. Um, (laughs) What would you have done if Ed Sheeran had walked out on stage? I would have screamed like a visceral, like my throat would have bled. It would have been like, but would would it have been no? Yeah. (laughs) Just the word no, or like just a scream, like a move, like a scary movie, like a scary movie scream. Yeah, and everyone's like cheering, and I'm just like drowned out. Yeah. And then I would sit down. I wouldn't leave, but I would sit down. Not even lean on the seat. No. Fully sit down. Sit down. I would sit on the floor. <laughs> you would lay down on the floor. my seat up and I would US curl up stadium. on the floor. Uh, anyway, so speaking of the lover era and costumes, I did see a lot of people dressed up in the all-white tennis outfit from the man music yes. video. Which I was like, that is a really comfy costume idea. It came as a, just to circle back, I came back from the bathroom just in time for lover to be done saw a cute little guitar moment yep then the archer began which i was surprised actually that that made the set i had tried not to have set list spoilers so there were a handful of songs that i had not i did not know that that was on there either yes i did not been spoiled yet so i was like oh and it like brought the vibe down right because we had just gone we were happy. We were turned up to 11. The dancers were out. I also loved, I will just say before we move on, her use of when the dancers were on stage versus when she was on stage by herself. Yeah. Because, like, 
Cruel Summer or Miss Americana, the big fan things with the dancers are out, and then they all leave for and she's by herself for Cruel Summer. Then they come back out for the man. Then they leave for love. Then they different people come out for lover. And then she's by herself for the Archer, which I really liked. I liked that it was literally just her on stage for mm-hmm. the Archer song because so much of that song is about, I feel like, being by herself. And, like, that can you see right through me yeah. line. I really liked that she was just standing on that empty stage. And, like, because the track is so, like, more quiet, I could really mm-hmm. hear her singing. And it was, like, she was clearly performing it live. And, like, that is the moment I got choked up was during the Archer. I think the element of surprise, how good she sounded, how, like, the moment I was, like, became aware of the fact that I was, like, there doing these things. And, yes, Archer's a sad song, but, like, I don't know. I think that's – it was, like, a delayed – everything that happened for me during this show was, like, I was buffering for 30 minutes before I could, like, figure out what was happening. I think that, like, I had either had too many beers or – not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Because so I was like, what? Hold on. Wait. Okay. So that was definitely um, my first choke up I, moment. I mean, I, I like The Archer. I think it's a good song. I remember when it first came out being like, mm, and then I very quickly came around on it. And again, that bridge is just like, mm-hmm. can you see right through me? Can you see right through me? I see right through me. It's really, really good. The All of My Enemies Started Out Friends Helped Me Hold On To You. And then the... Um, who could ever leave me, darling, but who could, who could stay? stay? Like, oh, that, for some reason, that line just, like, haunts me. Yeah, because it's that idea of, like, who would ever leave Taylor Swift? Like, who would, ever, who would ever break up with Taylor Swift? If you got the opportunity to date Taylor Swift, like, the first line is everybody talking to her, and then the second line is her talking back to everybody else. Right. So, like, but who, who could put up with this? No one could put up with this. Right. Like, I think it was one of the first super honest lines I think she's had about that like oh my god am I gonna end up alone because nobody can deal with and the the like being someone and I think this is maybe why it like haunts me a little bit you know if you've gone through really bad breakups and you're someone like me who I'm like I'm great you should love hanging out with me Mm -hmm. why would anyone want to break up with me I'm the most fun but like feeling consistently left like it's like well, why? Why would anyone – I'm perfect. Right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with me. <laughs> ever. There's no, I've never done anything wrong. I've never done anything wrong ever. Um, which, to be clear, that's not how I feel. But I just – was. it's like, oh. And then, you know, losing friends over the years and stuff and then having contentious relationships. It's with, a sleeper of a song. Yeah. And definitely. it took me forever to get to a point where I was like, oh, wait. No, she's, like, saying some shit in this song. I need to, like, really listen. But anyway – that was my uh, emotional breakdown moment. And by that, I mean I got, like, a little choked up. Period. So then we turn it back up to 11 and go into our Fearless set. Wow. Which I wasn't, like, super jazzed for that set over any other. But, boy, did we because pull out all the stuff. Two out of the one. three songs she played are meant to be screamed at the top of your lungs. Like... She opened with Fearless, which I honestly wasn't anticipating. I don't know why. That makes logical sense because it was the third biggest song, I think, from that album. But for some reason, when she opened with it, I was like, oh, bold choice. And then now <laughs> looking back on it, I'm like, no, not bold choice. Name of the fucking album. Mm-hmm. So so she did that. And then she went into Love Story. Nope, You Belong With Me. Oh, it was first? Again, it's a fever dream. It's like I wasn't <laughs> even there. 
You Belong With Me and then into Love Story. I had to Google it, by the way. I have the set list pulled up on my phone, so I would never have remembered the order otherwise. The video I took during Love Story <laughs> that I sent to my parents oh my God. is unhinged because it starts during the bridge of the... I got tired of waiting, hoping that you were coming around my faith in you. Whatever. The crowd's singing along, and then it hits that, like... No, what's the um? Now on the ground and pulled out a ring and said, "Mary." And I am screaming in the background, and the phone's moving up and down like you can't see anything. And I'm proposing to Shauna, and then it just (laughs) smash cuts to like a super close up on my sister's face singing along to the words. And that was the video I sent my parents, being like, "Here's the show." It's like what a wonderful experience, what an incredible experience, what an incredible experience. She's like, "Where did I go wrong?" Yeah, those two, those three, back to back to back. The band comes out, like the guitarists walk down, and it's just really, the vibe was just 10 out of 10 for those, because it was like, uh, yeah, old Swifties had a moment. The people who've been around for a while, shout out to the guy in the green shirt in front of us, oh, who okay. had ebbs and flows. He like knew a lot of songs really well, and then other ones he didn't know really well. He was in his fearless era. He was <laughs> screaming And then the he shut down after that. He did not sing a single song after that set. So he must be an old time. An old school Taylor And then him fan. and his wife were like making out, and we were like, okay. They were, what? They were making out to the weirdest song. They were making out to like a breakup song. <laughs> Why can't I remember which one it was? I don't know. It was like fucking illicit affairs or something. Marjorie. They were, they were like <laughs> making out, and I was like, I mean, whatever floats your, oh no, it was the 10 minute version of All Too Well. Oh my I was God. like, this is the saddest song. You guys need to leave. Um, anyway, so yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about the Fearless set, I don't know how much of that I actually watched the stage. I think I spent all three of those songs scream singing with you guys. Oh, yeah. So now, which is the funniest pivot of all time, she goes from Love Story to Tis the Damn Season. Just was not ready for that to be the opening song. No. But I was thrilled yeah. that it was. I was so happy. Tis the <sighs> damn season. Write this down. It, um, yeah, it was very unexpected. I was very excited because it was already Evermore time, and I felt very like, oh, oh my yeah, the God. The trees came out of the yes. stage. Because we were like, what's next? And I was like, holy shit, we're witches in the woods. It's happening. Which leads me to Willow now. Yeah. Which Amazon cart green velvet cloak glowing orb purchase and then marjorie which i also was not expecting at all no and that was choke up number two for me same for me and same for my sister because grandma marjorie's voice was turned up so much louder than the recording and it was truly felt like a tribute again i was like of course she fucking plays marjorie uh and then champagne problems Yes, and in between Marjorie and Champagne Problems, is that when she gave the speech? Took her inner ear out? Yeah. So, which she does again at every show, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that we were special. Um, but it's like when she sits at the piano before she plays it, she addresses the crowd, Yes, right? and yeah. she, like, talks about Lover and Folklore and Evermore and all these albums that have come out since the last time she toured. And she talked about why she loves to come to Minneapolis because we're notorious for being 
super energetic, but at the same time, like super polite to <laughs> the performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like having that conversation. And then, you know, she was talking about how great this crowd is and how loud we were and how energetic we were. And she took her inner ear out and it was fucking deafening. Um, and it was just really cool. And Shauna, who was there on Friday night, did say that some of the stuff she said on Saturday, she did not say on Friday about mm-hmm. how about how the vibes were immaculate with this crowd. And she said, what a treat. She did. She said, what a treat it is to perform for you. And I was Here. like, you're a treat. Absolutely. We will march to war for you. <laughs> say the word. Time and a place. Time and place. They will never very find. funny considering what she said later in the night. Um, Nobody, no crime. Okay, so. And she played Champagne Problems, which I was like, oh, God damn. <laughs> yep. And I think the night before, Shauna said that was her prior. Lots of swaying, lots of singing. We were all in it together. And then we're crawling on tables for Tolerate It. We're laying the table with the fancy shit. That was another surprise one, but it's another track five. Yes, and I was a little also surprised at the theatrics of that, where the dude's literally sitting at the table. Like, there's, like, a part on the screen where it starts with him and the dude, right? Yeah, and, then they're, and the they're on an actual table. One of the set pieces that, like, comes out and goes back in. Then they, like, walk over to the table and sit. I think there was a seat, like, something happening on the screen before that. Yeah, I it was... Tolerate it's fine. Like, I yeah. like Tolerate it. But again, if I would have had my, I think on my Evermore set list, I think I I didn't have Tolerate it. I think no I had way. something else. I can't remember what. I think Happiness. Like, if I could have swapped, oh my God. I would have had her perform Happiness. Because that would have sent me. And that one I would have been like, you play that whole fucking song. I know it's <laughs> six minutes long. You play that whole goddamn song. I also feel like not including ivy like going from willow to ivy like those songs were meant to be medley sure like what are we doing did she not play ivy she did not play ivy in my head she did (laughs) i would have just shot through the roof wow yeah though so again we're nitpicking tolerated it was great it was theatrical again it was track five i get why she picked it Mm -hmm. Um, yeah she made everything interesting there was not any part where i was like hmm um yeah, the table and the fancy shit. And the good. song fades out. She doesn't sing all of Tolerate It. The table, like, the stage door lifts. The table rolls back with her, like, on it, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the lights go down. And now it's getting dark. And we're <laughs> like, what's going to happen? And Mari. I cannot describe what came over me. The second that snake slithered onto that fucking screen, I was like, oh, my God! Like something. And then her. It, this is all happening on the screen. There's there's snakes slithering. It's smash cutting. There's like flashes of white, and then you just hear click, 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 and all of a sudden these tall, sparkly boots appear onto the screen, and it's just this. You hear this woman walking in these high heels, and I was like. Oh my god! 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 Because I always forget how much I love Reputation, mm-hmm. and then I am like, when I'm faced, like when a mirror is put in front of me, I'm like, oh. And then, <laughs> I left my body mm-hmm. for that entire thing. I don't remember any of it, and simultaneously remember everything. Just mindless screaming. It went so fucking hard. I did not think it was going to go that hard. If she had not opened the reputation set with Ready For It, I would have thrown my drink. <laughs> like, if Don't Blame Me came on, I'd been like, you got 
fucking kidding me. Yeah. You had one chance. And she played yeah. all of Ready For It. Yeah. I think. Almost all of Ready For It. Yeah. And then she, her and the dancers again, she's like, when the, baby, let the games begin. And she's like leaning forward. I think she stole, like she used a lot of the choreography yeah. from the actual rep to yeah. her. If it's not broken, set. don't fix it. No, absolutely choreo- not. So they're like, they're on the, 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 stage piece that rises up towards the end the stage piece lowers to the ground i think the dancers leave and then all of a sudden delicate Mm -hmm. kicks on and again i didn't think she would play delicate and i was like just again i can't i'm not gonna scream into this microphone i you can tell by the tone of my voice how (laughs) excited i was about everything that happened on reputation she didn't play all of delicate which i thought was the smart choice right Delicate fades out. Let me see if I can get this right. Delicate yeah, fades out and um, Don't Blame Me kicks on, which I, I anticipated because it was so huge on TikTok and it's got such that that bridge is like so good. Mm-hmm. Vocally, a girl popped off on Don't Blame Me. She was not – she did not come to play. No. In, in any way, shape, or form. She was there – to leave no survivors and none were left. Don't blame me. Love made me crazy. And I, that is true for me. That It was so good. The lights, again, it was finally dark enough now where there were there were now like stage lights moving around. And it was actually had an impact. And the impact. bracelets. The bracelets were all going. And that, don't blame me. Whew, she sent it sailing mm-hmm. into the ceiling. Yep. And then she ended it on a fucking banger. <laughs> because look what you made me do kicks on. And all of these tailors in these boxes get mm-hmm. rolled out on stage. I think that honestly might be my favorite set piece that she did. Had that been spoiled for you? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that that happened. But again, I was still struck by it. Even mm-hmm. though I'd seen it on video, seeing them all in those boxes, like banging on the glass and like the fact that it, none of them actually look like Taylor. Like it's just her dancers in these in like the outfits. iconic outfits and everybody going feral over like, oh my God, she like threw up the middle finger at 1989 that means it's going to be last or like whatever she's doing during that thing it was so good i'm like genius genius i literally just have flashes of these visuals in my mind yeah because i again i don't know how much time i spent actually watching the stage i was so taken by like the people around me and like singing together and the energy of reputation was very like we were all in a fever dream yeah like she left the stage and everyone like side relief like everyone like exhale we're like collectively. oh my god yeah uh yeah we went to the corner of our boxing rings had to take a drink of water had to take a drink of water everyone was like oh my god that yeah. just happened mm-hmm. and then she fucking walked off <laughs> she left us for dead no no um, she went out onto the stage she sunk six three-pointers did four slam dunks harlem globetrotter style fucking backflipped off <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I needed a cigarette after that set, and I will say that is correct. That is absolutely. I have never. I have never smoked a cigarette in my life. Yeah, but I felt like I needed one after that. Okay, so then (gasps) lights go down. The crowd starts glowing purple. Yes, and Mari is reborn for a fourth time. And I am, again, not looking at the stage because I'm too busy watching Mari be reborn with the biggest grin I've ever seen on your face. I'm grinning ear to ear now and I'm just thinking about it. And your sister Missy was also looking at you. We were both like next to you on both sides being like, 
Yeah, it was. I've said this before. Enchanted is my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. Her coming out in that dress. It's dark now. The crowd is lit up purple. And she doesn't sing the whole thing. Again, it was another abbreviated version, which I get because, again, Enchanted's like six minutes long. It was everything. Did we hug again? Probably. I think I hugged you and Missy and we swayed. And we swayed. Um, at that point, we were also dripping sweat. Yeah. Like we'd fucking run 16 miles. Because emotionally we had. Truly, yeah, by truly. that point, we were barely If standing. emotions were physical, we ran a full, we did a full yeah. Iron Man uh, during that <laughs> performance. Um, and then she fucking walked off. Only speak now song on the whole goddamn thing. Well, not for us. That, that, that. But for most people, that's the only speak now song. So then the red era begins. And 22 I, starts. And I bail for the bathroom same. again. Neither of us were there. We cannot speak to 22. We should have had somebody come in. I wasn't there either. I again, we lucked out that she played that whole song because we got in and out of the bathroom relatively quickly. And back in time, I saw her give the hat to the kid and get back down to my seat. Were we singing? We were, she started We Are Never Getting Back Together yes. as we were walking. So we were like, I was singing to the yeah, crowd. I kept like, turning to me like, I remember when, when we broke up the first time. time and they sang. were all like moving out of our way, like singing with yeah, us. Yeah, they it were vibing so with us. Yeah. So I was like, we're bringing the energy here. Uh, and then I knew you were trouble. Yep. Which is, again, high energy, fun song, hit. The Could fucking have, flames. Oh, my God. It got so hot. I was like. Can you stop? (laughs) She sets off these pyrotechnics that jumped the temperature every time they went off by like 15 degrees where we were standing. It It, was so hot. It just so happened to be right in front of our section. We were getting cooked every time. Yeah. And I was like, it's so cool to see and hear, but I will die. The flames. And then there were like um, air pressure, like shooting smog things and lights. She really went out all out for we are never getting back together. Yep. And it was fun, and it was great. And then brought it back down, 10 minutes of all too well. Got out that sparkly guitar, mm-hmm. walked to the end of the stage, and really, really said, let me, let me sing this 10-minute song to you. Yeah. And I said, let me sing it right back. And I did. And we did. And we sway- that was a big sway one. We were real, lots of physical Oh, my gosh. Contact. The row in front of us, the row behind us. Yep. Just singing into each other's faces. faces. It was beautiful. Um, and that's when that weird guy and his wife were kissing, and we were like, can you not? not. Do you even know what the song is about? Um, and then she leaves again. Folklore kicks off. Yes. And again, the right choice was made because she opened with the one. And if she hadn't, I would have thrown my other drink because I had multiple drinks. That might be why I can't remember a lot of Yeah. At this point, I'm fading. I will be completely honest with everybody. Was this the pivot? Was this, this, the this moment? to me, this is the pivot for me where I veered from, it just went so hard. And this is where I'm saying she couldn't, there's no way to prevent this from happening. The crowd's energy dipped by the end of the show. Like we were still loud and everyone was still excited, but it wasn't the same. And there's no way to do it where it wouldn't happen that way. I love that she brought the cabin out though from the Grammy performance. Yeah. And then she was laying down and I was like, this feels right. Um, yeah, so the one into Betty. I love that she did the whole triangle. Yeah. I wasn't into, I didn't think she would, actually. I don't think, I didn't know that. Then went into the last great American dynasty. Mm-hmm. Again, the dancers were a really big part of that because Taylor was, like, sitting during that performance. 
and a lot of the dancers to tell a lot of that story. Mm-hmm. And then salt air and the rust, rust on, on your door. door. If she doesn't release a version of August that is in that trailer for that, the summer I turned pretty, whatever I've never, I don't watch the show. I have no frame of reference for what goes on in there. The version of August that plays in that trailer is a cinematic masterpiece mm-hmm. and I need it to be released <laughs> as a remix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos of her performing August overlaid like the visual is her on tour, but the audio is the that version. remix version. And I'm like injected into my veins. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved August. I thought it was fantastic. Yep. And that was like my other friend, Shauna shout out her her favorite album, her favorite song. So that was a really special moment. Um, she was wearing a folklore shirt. She has an August tattoo. It was all Holy happening. It. Yep. She was also in her bag. Um, and then the biggest surprise of the night for me. I knew this happened. I, I can't say that I didn't know. I probably forgot. Because, like, one thing about me and spoilers is it's not a real spoiler because I can't remember it. Yeah, I knew um, this one. Okay, but the biggest surprise for me wasn't necessarily that she sang Illicit Affairs, which I think is a little bit surprising, but the way she sang it. Because this ain't no, like, carbon copy from the album version. No. If you are listening to this and you have not heard her live rendition of it, just trust me. It is better than the album, for sure. Vocally, she was really showing off to be honest and she just made it to my in my opinion like a much more versatile interesting song melodically and i was just like chin on the floor i was like what i recorded that so i've been listening to that like you know one minute video that i have on my phone so good so incredible i was like oh my god just a dramatic ass yeah minute and 30 second performance pulling her hair in like a white nightgown. It was just like, it was a movie. Um, okay. And then my tears ricochet, which again, she's like processing down the aisle. That was so stage. cool. The back of dancers behind her were so cool. Haunting. I, no, there's, there is not a person on earth that doesn't like the song. I can't be, I would not be convinced. Um, and then anyway. she's saying cardigan, right? And then she's saying cardigan. Yep. Ended that love triangle. Yep. And then she walked off, Tied right? it up in a nice little bow. And then uh, Mari was reborn for a fifth time when Blank Space began. <gasps> Ushered in 1989 But again, I was so tired. I couldn't, I physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I was at a level 15. Physically, I was at like a level 7. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so she opened with Blanks? No, she opened with Style. I'm sorry, you're right. Boom. She does She does a medley. She doesn't do all of style. She does a little bit of style, which I was like, head nod. Mm-hmm. And then she went into blank space. Yeah. And then she did Shake It Off. Correct. Which we were like, eh. I like that song. I, I was like, she has to perform that. There's no fucking way. That's not on the 1989 set. And I love doing that. And the fella over there with the hella good hair. <laughs> um, and then she did Wildest Dreams. Which I was ecstatic about loved it loved it i got a little excited for this love and it didn't come oh because that was the only other taylor's version she released from 1989 sure and i was like it's happening and it wasn't but i'll take wildest dreams and that was a medley too she did not perform all of wildest dreams and then she went off stage 
she came back on stage. She came up to the microphone, <laughs> wrapped that guitar around her neck, and she said, Minneapolis, I'd like to give a little speech to you tonight. Mm-hmm. And she said, a little, little lecture, a little lecture she gave us, and she said, look, Speak Now is coming out on July 7th. We all screamed. Mm-hmm. She's like, I am re-recording my music because I believe anybody who wants to own their masters and own their music should be able to own their music. Applause. And then she said, I don't give a shit about anything that happened to me when I was 19 except the music that I wrote. And we all went, hell yeah. And we all got feral because we didn't know. We knew she was talking about Speak Now, but we didn't know which Which song. surprise song. And then she was talking about how I love this fandom. You are all so beautiful. You're so nice to each other. You're so friendly. This is such an incredible experience. You've all been making friendship bracelets. It's just such a beautiful thing. My relationship with my my fans has always been the most important thing. So at this point, I would argue like 80% of the crowd is like, she's going to sing Long Live. Yeah. Like everybody, 100% of the crowd who knew what this context of surprise songs were, knew we were in the Long Live because she had been talking about it. And then when she kept talking, everyone was like, oh, my God, not only is it Speak Now, it's Long Live. Wait, did I just say Long Live twice? You did. Sorry. Okay. Everybody knew it was going to be a song from Speak Now, and then it narrowed down, and I was like, oh, my God, she's going to play Long Live, and Ben is going to die for a second. Yeah, time. our friend Ben, who was on the floor, that is his number one song. Like, more than even Enchanted is for you, I would say. Correct. And I will see that. Yeah. And I began, like, I was like, we. We need this for Ben. Yeah. Like, this needs to happen this for Ben. This needs to happen for Ben. But then, then she goes, what I'm saying is, I want you to extend this vibe out onto the internet. And what I don't need you to do is go online and defend me to somebody that you think I wrote a song about 14 years ago or however many years she ago. She actually said 14 million years 14 ago. 14 million years ago. And at this point, everybody's like, what? At this point, I still wasn't sure because there's two to three songs on Speak Now where mm-hmm. that could still be like a relevant. Breakup. She could have done Innocent. She could have done Last Kiss. She could have done Back to December, right? Like, mm-hmm. And then she pauses. All our bracelets are not lit up yet, I don't think. They're not purple yet. And she goes, so I am going to sing Dear John. And the, the screams that this were was screamed. The, this, the scrum. The, the screams that were scrummed. The decibel level, I would argue, during, like, after that announcement was louder than. And she goes, only because I'm proud of it as a song. Couldn't even hear that part in the stadium. It was so fucking loud. I was like, oh, my God. I'm a bigger Dear John fan than I think you are. Do you think that's a fair statement? Yes, but not now. Not after. (laughs) Right. Pre, Pre this performance, I was the bigger Dear John fan and so I was ecstatic Melissa my sister was like what the fuck is happening Ben's wife was also had no context for it and was like what is going on right like yeah the plus ones were baffled the plus ones did not understand um the Swifties who are not at the performance we apologize we understand that you hate us and you're very mad at us but sorry listen you got haunted okay and I I pouted. Whatever. New Jersey, you fucking got getaway car and hits different. Uh, Shut uh, up. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, what has New Jersey ever done? All of the hate online is like, Minneapolis, where even is that? What are yeah. they? They don't deserve it. Excuse me. <laughs> that is why we deserve it. We don't have anything else. Yeah. Let and us have it. We stay inside for months. <laughs> Let us have Let us out. 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. she plays Dear John. It's incredible. It's acoustic. Everyone screams singing along. I really felt no one has ever hurt me really in any real way. And I screamed shining like fireworks over your oh, sad empty town. I'm like surprised. John, like I've been personally victimized by John Mayer. I'm surprised you could speak after that. After that, show. that video iffy is like, I was like, I can't show this to anybody. No, you'll get on a no fly list. Like absolutely. Uh-huh. So she finishes dear John. Then she goes, to sit at the piano. Doesn't say anything. Dear John wraps up. People scream. Guitar comes off. Sits down at the piano. Mm-hmm. Plays chords progressing up the piano scale. Mm-hmm. Does not speak at all. And immediately launches into daylight. And I... <laughs> this is the weirdest moment from the whole show for me. Because Daylight is my favorite song from Lover. And... I started singing along to it, but still hadn't registered what song it was. So I'm standing there, like flat-footed, mouth agape, holding my phone up, recording it. But like I'm expressionless, perfectly still, perfectly still. I'm expressionless. I am. My mind is empty. <laughs> Yet I somehow am still mouthing along to the words. Which is the part that confuses me the most. And it took me, I thought it was um, Cornelia Street at first. Like, I immediately knew it was Lover, and I was singing along too, and it, I, I was buffering. It yeah. took me like 20 seconds of buffering for me to be like, oh my god, it's daylight. At which point, I turned to Annie, I realized that she is standing motionless. Yeah, I'm a mannequin. And I like lean over, and you can hear this in the recording, so I'm sorry I ruined your recording. No, it actually makes it so much better. In this recording, you just hear me go, are you okay? And I don't even finish asking the question before Annie's like, no. Again, uh, no inflection in your voice. It's no. like robot. I was in survival you mode. You left, yeah. and came somebody back. came into your... Someone was driving. You were not driving. No, it was like when you select a movie on Netflix and the wheel just spins. Yeah. That was what was happening inside my whole mind and body. I was there and yet wasn't there. As and if then, the fans weren't mad at us <laughs> enough already when that got announced. Those two back-to-back, we... So there are some people yeah. who are never going to ever visit Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. And but once I realized, I it like slowly started to register what was happening. Yeah, and that it was the second surprise song, and that the second surprise song stayed. And I was fucking ecstatic. I was like, I had to stop recording because I was like, I needed to sing along to this. Um, but yeah, I was like, we are truly and blessed. That acoustic version is. I wish that had been on Lover, the piano version, just yeah. her singing that song was so good and I the juxtaposition of Dear John to Daylight like she knew what she was doing she was like if I'm gonna sing Dear John then the next song has to be about like you gotta step into the daylight and let it go Mm -hmm. like I'm telling you guys I don't give a fuck about John (laughs) like I'm fine he's fine we're fine um yep and it was yeah it should have fucking ended after that honestly I was like what is there what is there to do I what are we like, going to do now? I would have just been like a husk. Yeah. Just standing there. Like, it would have been like, I'm right where you left me. That literally would have happened. Yeah. I would have been like, I'm just here waiting for something to happen. Okay. So then, <sighs> surprise songs. Where did we leave off? Okay. So then we're kicking it back up. Bad blood. Starts. What? That's what it says. No. We already did 1989. Oh, we skipped bad blood. I was going to say, I think you skipped ahead. No, 1989 came before the surprise songs. 
She went. She yeah, dives but, out of. She dives into the. We missed Bad Blood when we were talking about. Oh, and all you had to do was say, "Did she play that?" No. Okay, that's on here because I was like, I would remember that. One this set list is wrong. Okay. Well, it is just like a. Random so we missed article. Bad Blood, which is kind of again just further proves we were exhausted by that point and like emotionally overstimulated she i do remember now in the moment she did do bad blood it was another melody Mm -hmm. medley what is happening (laughs) she does the surprise songs she dives into the stage (laughs) she swims the waves crash and then midnight's era starts Mm -hmm. which again at this point fucking again i was like none of this is gonna register I like. I'm almost mad that she didn't just play Dear John and Daylight last. Like, if she just ended the show on Daylight, yeah, you got to step into the daylight and let it go. And then she'd be like, "Get out of here." Yeah, <laughs> we would have been like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then she does. She performed every single song in full from Midnight's. I believe. I do not think there was a single medley. Did she do all of Vigilante shit? That yes. might have been okay. So, but first she starts with Lavender Haze. Yes. She has, she has the fur, the blue bear fur coat. Yes. Shout out to her backup dancer. Oh, that yeah. is Jack out of his goddamn mind. <laughs> Sir, how dare you? Call I me. was too far over the edge to be presented with your eight pack glistening abs <laughs> at fucking 11 o'clock at night. I was like, I get those things away from me. Okay, so then anti-hero. Yes. Uh, I have no memory of this. That was not vocally as strong for some reason. I could tell she was tired by that Mm. point. Like her vocals, she was so good the whole time. But that one, I was like, you're tired. I can hear it in your voice for the first time. I I don't remember having a feeling about it either way. I was probably also just scream singing. I remember she like, she went and stood by the band and like waved to all the like, hi, it's me. Oh, that's right. Kind of like like, went around and was like waving at everybody who was in like the real shit seats (laughs) behind the stage. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, bummer. Because you know those weren't cheap. as cheap as they should have been. Yep. They should have been free. Um, <laughs> Just the staff of the U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, and then Midnight, Midnight Rain. Rain. That was weird. Interesting. I was choice. like, sing Maroon. <laughs> oh, my God. The fact that that song was not on the set list. I know. That will be an unanswered question till my last day. It was a surprise song already. I know. But I'm yeah. like, why wouldn't that be on the set list yeah that was interesting i mean like visually it was really cool because everybody had umbrellas Mm -hmm. the dancers did um yeah but midnight rain and then she went into bejeweled right vigilante shit maximum sex appeal on vigilante shit yeah like i think a lot of people switch sides i think we got a lot of women questioning some things the backup dancer with the long dreadlocks who was whipping her hair back and forth Mm mm-hmm also call me. 10 out of 10. Feel free. Mari would bang. 10 out of 10 would bang. Yeah. Um, we can use, we can incorporate the chair. <laughs> Bring to it. the chair or Bring. don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a woman who got a tattoo of just the chair. Wow. Yeah. Bold move. Which I love. Um, anything that's as insane as possible, I support 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Just full send into it. Yeah. yeah. And then Bejeweled. I love that she did the TikTok dance. I love that those two dancers got their little moment to shine. And then she was like, nice. Um, So cute. So cute. So kitschy. I loved every second of it. Then Mari was reborn his sixth and final time (laughs) when Mastermind began. She sang the whole thing. 
the floor was a checkerboard and then she fucking bowed at the end. I almost cried. I, again, our our friend Ben got a video of her because I'm a mastermind and then the bow. And I've watched that, I don't know, 25 times since then. And I almost cry every time I watch it. I love that song. It's so creepy and so problematic. And I love it. And I they love it. Don't know why. But I was reborn. Melissa also really, my sister really likes that song. So she and I were both reborn mm-hmm. for a final time. At several points, I will just say I looked over. This is not going to be helpful because this is not a visual medium. But I looked over at my sister and she was doing this. The screaming emoji, two hands like, on the side of the face. Imagine, yeah, the like scream, the painting. That's what she was doing at several points. It's a real cerebral reference yeah. for this podcast. <laughs> I was like the scream emoji. <laughs> and I was like that that, that artistic painting. painting. Um, so she did Mastermind. I wish she would have ended on it, all honesty. Like just oh, swap yeah. those two. I get why she didn't, but it would have been really cool to end on because I'm a mastermind in the bow and just mm-hmm. out. Um, and then she wrapped it up with one last song. She said, many of I've got one more for you. Shake your ass. Karma was a cat. Burn in my lap. Me and Carbon vibe like that. She yeah. put on that shaky glitter coat. She did that fun dance. Confetti rained down. She brought out her dancers. They all bowed. She had us cheer for her band. She waved at us. She bowed again. And then she sank down into that stage. Never to be seen again. <laughs> Never to be seen again. And then the lights came up. She crawled back in her janitor cart. And we all emerged from our three and a half hour uh, delusion. And then we walked outside and it was pouring rain. Like when we say Pour, like soaking wet within two seconds of stepping out from yeah. under the eaves. Like you like yeah. handed me your flannel. Oh yeah. Soaking wet. I just left it in the back of your car. <laughs> but the, the survival of the strongest at this I, point. When I got home, I picked it up and like water fell out of it. Like it was <laughs> yes, that soaking so. wet. Um, yeah, no. I, Shout out to Ben for waiting up for us and picking us up. Different Ben, my husband Ben, yes. He was the truly our knight in shining armor. He dropped us off downtown when the day started and he picked us up again or brought brought everybody home at the end and was so agreeable and nice about it. He was like, this is my wife's most insane red flag trait. And if I don't support it, I am afraid of her. Yeah. 100%. So I'll just take her where she needs for my own safety. Yes. Yeah. And then we got home and our little electric bands and VIP badges stayed lit up for like four just fucking days. I had to put it in my underwear drawer because I it was so bright. It, it was so bright. I like got home and I was like laid down, showered, like stared at my, into the void for 15 minutes. And like turn the lights off and then just like in, even with my eyelids closed, I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's my purple flashing. Uh, You're like, do I have permanent brain damage from that show? Yeah, I was like, oh my God, my brain still thinks I'm there. And then I shoved it in the back of my closet. Yeah. As we wrap up here, what's the highest moment for the tour? Damn. I mean, I would say daylight, but for what felt like nine years, I was stuck in a mental purgatory that I can't properly describe. (laughs) <laughs> my brain was both working and not working yeah um in, in hindsight that would be the high like for top me. three or maybe like just like if you're hitting it if you're going boom boom, boom yeah yep um and then surprisingly the archer um and i mean i've got two lover songs which is also a surprise um i love willow and i gotta say like illicit affairs performance oh yeah that got me. Oh, and Dear John. I was singing Dear John. I did not listen to any music for 72 straight hours after that show. Same. Was, I was, just today was the first day I was able to like listen to her yeah. and not be like immediately turn it off. I went into like a cone of silence. Yeah. Um, but I was singing to myself, Dear John, over and over and over all day, every day. And I was like, what happened to me? The yeah. song like laid eggs in my brain. 
Fantastic. So. I would say reputation just in general. Oh, yes. I would say just the surprise songs. If I can take, if I can get both of them, just the vibe, the energy in the room during both of those surprise songs. Um, obviously Enchanted. And then getting to hear Mastermind and the Illicit Affairs one was really good, but I'll also throw the Fearless era in yeah. there. That caught me off guard. I wasn't quite ready. I wasn't ready for how Pharaoh I would become. It's like she literally has like mind control. She like flipped <laughs> a switch in all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I would say that I just thought that the Fearless set was so fun. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was just like a fucking party. It wasn't like my favorite songs or anything just in general, but like the energy and just it yeah. was pure fun. Yep. Um, ta- I mean, we've been talking about it for an hour and a half at this point and also for an entire week on top of that. Every coworker we have has asked us at least once about the concert. If we're okay. And we're just like, I don't know if yeah. I'm okay, actually. My life is forever changed. For real. There is a before and an after. It's funny because I feel like I went into the show with no expectations which Same. is wild like the hype and everything i should have been like expecting. i knew it was gonna be good no matter what yeah like, i was sort of just like it's not gonna be bad that's all through anything that i've ingested over the last couple of months is just that it's good yeah nothing besides that registered in my brain no so i think i was like overwhelmed with how good it was yeah i did not have a critical bone no. in my body i did not have a suspicious thought in my head i was like show me what you got my sister and I just kept turning to each other and being like, this is the most incredible thing ever. Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. I Every was, single thing, I just was like, oh my God, it's getting better. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I just, don't understand. <laughs> I was just a leaf in the wind yep. of Taylor Swift's majesty. She just took me where she wanted, and then she placed me on the ground gently. And then we walked through literal midnight rain. Yeah. It was like, she planned that. She probably fucking did. Theatrical mastermind. Incredible. 